0: Hey everybody, this is Vanya from Trosper PR and you're listening to the Tea with Trosper podcast, the show that serves you the tea and insider details of all things Nevada. Welcome back to Tea with Trosper. Today we are joined by a very special guest. She is a senior producer at KNPR State of Nevada radio show, a proud Las Vegas native. She began her professional journalism career at 8 News Now. She then spent the next several years producing newscasts at Fox 5, covering major events ranging from the 1 October shooting to the Bundy Ranch standoff and the formation of the Vegas Golden Knights. She is a three-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Award recipient, wife, mom, and one of my best friends, Wow, Kristen Kidman. Welcome to Tua Trosfer. Well, thank you. <laughs> How are you doing today? I mean, I get to hang out with you,
1: so I'm doing great.
0: That is the sweetest thing.
1: I feel the same <laughs> way. I was excited all day about this. I mean, it's been a hot minute since we've gotten to like, work together, exactly. so I'm, I'm loving this.
0: Yes. So we can definitely start there. Yes. Um, Kristen and I... We've known each other for six years now. We work together at Fox 5. Kristen actually trained me. Mm-hmm. And that's how our journey began. Um, and speaking of journeys, you've had quite the, the journalistic journey because you've done TV news, radio news, and you have um, are now also doing print with Desert Companion. Uh, tell me a little bit about that because, like, tell me a little bit of what your day-to-day is like or, you know, just. What, what is life like for Kristen? <laughs> yeah, like like you said, I've bounced all over the place as far as
1: journalism goes. Right now, I like you said, I'm a senior producer at KMPR, and we have a show called State of Nevada. And what I love about it is it's it's a conversation about Nevada, right? So these guests come in, and they have 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour to share their story and their experiences and their expertise on these topics. So my day-to-day, what that looks like is we come in and the first thing we do is get that show on the air. So we have to make sure that the show looks great and that the questions make sense and that all of our equipment's going to work. That's the one that I have my fingers crossed on most days. <laughs> and then once that show is on the air, then I'm babysitting it, making sure that it's flowing good, making sure the timing is right. Sometimes I have to run into that studio and fix a headset or something like that. And then afterwards, it's kind of all that excitement kind of like comes down just a little bit. And that's when we're thinking about our next show and our next week and our next month and what that's gonna look like. And we start talking out these ideas. And what I love is I have such a fantastic team where they're all experts in something. So we are able to take those ideas and every what everybody's working on and kind of bounce them off each other and share our knowledge on all these topics.
0: Love it. So it's like a group effort. It's definitely collaboration. I love that. Because I feel like it was so different, like, when we were producing news for TV, you know, you have your one show that you're responsible for, and depending on how you are, like, sometimes you won't let other people
1: touch it, <laughs>
0: look at it. Very individual. Be near it. Um, But, yes, yeah, so that's, I mean, it sounds great. Like, you know, you get all this different input from everyone, and, and you guys share this common product. Definitely. Love that. Um, I'm going to throw one at you. Like, Ooh. so, like, you know. Good and bad about every, like, different aspect, but, like, what What do you prefer, I guess? Like, what, you know, like, what type of...
1: Wow, Vanya. I know, I know. <laughs> so um, I would have to say radio, and at least the format in which we do, because you get that longer conversation, right? Because I get nervous... Sometimes I get nervous about how TV presents things where you only get maybe 30, 40 seconds, maybe even a minute tops to share something really important, and I worry that people aren't getting the full story, and you know it's not TV's fault. Like that's just how it is. That's how it is in broadcast news. But when you have a format where you can actually like, sit and really explain the conversation and explain that topic, and you have a format where people can call in and ask questions if they don't understand it, I just I think that's just a much better way of getting the news out there. But of course, like not everybody has the time to listen to an hour or whatever. But that just is my personal preference on what I like to produce.
0: No, and I do like that you guys have community members that can just call in and and ask questions and be part of that conversation i feel like it's so beneficial you guys had a lot of that going on like with um you know things that had the community a little bit on edge with like you know vaccines or you know like and you had experts and people could in real time get answers i think that's definitely very cool or when i called in to ask (laughs) about you know how to make my make my pet less anxious and you got some good answers on that one. I yeah. liked that one. No, that was so good. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, let's talk about one of the best stories that you've covered. And, you know, it obviously um, it can be whatever. It doesn't have to be like a fun thing, but like a, a, a big story or something very memorable to you and, and why and how and all of that.
1: You know, I am going to do a fun one because it's my favorite. Um, When the Golden Knights were announced. yeah, When Las Vegas was going to get its first – and when I say Las Vegas, I actually mean Nevada. When Nevada was going to get its first professional sports team. And you know me. I'm not like a huge sports person, really. (laughs) But I do do really enjoy hockey. So I was so excited it was going to be hockey. And just like that journey from like when it was announced to, oh, and here's the team getting its name and here's its first players. And then my most favorite thing I've recovered was that first game, that first um home season game after one October. Because I mean, you you know, like the city was just it was awful. It was it was a wreck and everybody was so sad and just trying to piece together everything that had happened. And then the hockey team has its first game and the way that they just I just get emotional talking about it, but the way that like the players and the community just rallied around this team and being at that game. Cause I was still producing a show that night there and just seeing that energy and everybody just finally has something to smile about again. And it's just, it's one like one of my most special memories of covering something in news.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I feel like everyone, it, it's not just you that gets goosebumps thinking about that. Like when you think about that home opener and the way that they did that, um, what do you call it? Just like the the intro, or yeah, the like when they they kind of had like almost a ceremony,
1: right? Like mm-hmm. they had the um the first responders and the heroes that came out, and Derek England gave his speech, and and then it was just the way that like they scored like in the first couple minutes, like multiple times, and and it was it went from like wow, like this is so emotional and powerful to like this team might actually be good, <laughs> this might actually be something here. So
0: yes, actually, just hearing you talk about that, it reminds me of. The package that Kevin Bullinger put together, which was, um, and he says that in the copy, like, oh, you know, like, the the ceremony was great. But then the team did something even more amazing, which is they started winning. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff. For sure. No, I and I think it's because, you know, we want to talk about things that are related to Nevada. So we can talk about that. Definitely like the shift. I feel like I had just gotten here to Las Vegas and. Um, I also didn't do any sports, especially hockey. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Um, but everyone immediately in the community just kind of like latched onto the team and it became like yes. such a part of the identity of the city. And, and, you know, within months, like I feel like you were driving around and you could see people with Golden Knight stickers on their cars and, and stuff like that oh yeah. And then the way that we just embrace hockey, like my
1: kid plays hockey. So many of my friends' kids play hockey and they didn't play this five years ago. Like nobody was playing <laughs> hockey. And so the way that just like, we became a hockey town and it's crazy. Cause I know like the quote back then was like, why would you bring hockey to a desert? Like nobody's ever going to jump
0: on that. And we
1: really did.
0: No, for sure. And that's very true. Like now I see like all these little leagues and you know children they and you ask them what they want to be when they grow up and they want to be like in the nhl and it's just things that you would have never heard from a a kid that grew up in las vegas i feel oh definitely that's wonderful and you're a hockey mom now i'm a hockey mom it takes up my life (laughs) (laughs) but who would have thought who would have thought no that's awesome um yeah so definitely that that's probably the best story that i can even think of as well um i i have this big vivid memory of when um well obviously they didn't win the first year but they got mm-hmm. very very close and we very impromptu put together a show and by way i mean you <laughs> um <laughs> thanking them for you know everything that they did that season and and I just remember that it was very hectic because when we came in that morning, like that was not even the intention. But as uh, oftentimes it happens with TV news, you know, you on the fly put something together and uh, you started calling a bunch of um, people in to, to be guests on the show. And- oh, all those, the personalities, the whole, you
1: yes. know, like Cardinal
0: Johnson, the National
1: Anthem singer, and the, the, the dog, Mark Andre. And yeah. All these people that we just, like, got to know and love. Uh, the, the shirt guy, oh, my gosh, I can't think of his name, but the guy that would, like, throw the shirts yes. and do the dances. he would take and- off,
0: like, all the layers. I yeah. do remember that. And the
1: way that they all, like,
0: were happy to come in and – do their thing and thank the nights. It was so much fun. Yeah. What do you remember the most about that day? That, like something fun from that day when we were putting together that show? Probably when we had Carnell Johnson sing the national anthem and we made everybody come in and like, you know, do the whole Knights, like in the studio. <laughs> and it was so cute. I know. Even that, that's like such a like cultural thing that we do now. It's funny. I've, I've been um, going to, two this year now away games in which the Knights are playing. And I'll tell Sal, my boyfriend, he, I'm like, please, like, do not yell Knights here. Like, <laughs> what? we're going to get stabbed. And he does it anyway. So I that's would. just, yeah, that's fun. Um, but, yeah, Golden Knights, big, big with the city. And speaking of the city in Nevada, you are a proud Nevadan. Yeah. Um I was going to say born and raised, not born, but definitely raised. Um, so as someone who grew up here, Tell us a little bit about what you like to do when you're not working or hanging out with me. What are some fun things that, you know, maybe someone who is new to Nevada or, you know, just wants to try new activities like should do here in Nevada? So I hesitate to say this
1: because I feel like it's my personal favorite spot and I don't want to get overcrowded, but I love, love, love like Las Vegas. I go there quite a bit. I love staying in the hotels. I love going to the spa at the Hilton. I love like getting in a boat and going out there and all those restaurants. It's just the best little hidden gem here. And it's, it's so great. Everybody go to Lake Las Vegas.
0: <laughs> um, now everyone is going to swarm. Uh, Kristen's no. happy place. <laughs> all of our over for listeners.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, please do. It's, it's so wonderful. Um, I also like hanging out downtown. I love all those little bars. Um, I, like anytime there was like a like a festival or something like that or a big cultural event I like jumping around those because that's something that surprises a lot of people I think I think people think of Las Vegas as the strip and like the set shows and the residencies but we actually have a lot going on off the strip so I'm always looking for those fun events to take my family to or you know, take my friends to, and I'm up in Centennial Hills and that area is growing a lot. So it's kind of fun. Like every time we get a new restaurant, like we out, go out, we support it. And I love checking that out. And I'm I'm also about my Mount Charleston. And so that's a fun area to go camping in. And um, yeah, there's, there's a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, every time I go visit you, because I just feel like it's, it's such a new area for me to be up all the way up in the Northwest. So it's, it's fun, like, especially talking to people who like, live in that area because you i feel like you just don't hear too much about the northwest but there is so much to do up there oh it's growing so much i feel like every time i turn
1: around like this empty lot that was just there now has a building on it like when that happened probably (laughs) a week
0: ago (laughs) yeah and it is pretty close to mount charleston so you can definitely do that very easily on a weekend yes that's wonderful did you get any snow Um, we, my house did. I didn't get to see it. I was at work. Did anyone take a photo for you?
1: (laughs) Yes. But just to rub it in my face, I guess.
0: That's really sad. I guess we got snow here around this area because I, I saw Las Vegas locally, um, tweeted a video and I was, I'm so sure it was Legacy Golf Course over here and on Green Valley. And I'm like, I I feel like I should have seen it because I drive past it to come to work here, but I didn't. And we were trying really hard because my boss, Liz, she was very excited about, you know, oh, someone should post a photo of snow. And then someone, one of our uh, our admin went on a mission to look for snow. She's like, nothing's sticking. <laughs> but, uh, yep. Snow. Snow in so Las so. Vegas, which is always fun. Did you actually, did you work that snowstorm and, like, the big one in, like... The big one. I wasn't in a
1: news. Well, I was working for my campus news station back then, but professionally professionally I don't know
0: what but year I, was that
1: uh, are you talking about the one oh gosh was that the 2008 one or like, 2009 like the, the big one snow. yeah no I definitely remember that day because it took me three hours to get home
0: <laughs> do you know what what day was that or what year was that
1: it was either 2008 or 2009 I'd, I'd have to look but
0: oh so you were in college yeah yeah
1: it was it was a very crazy day I just remember like everybody running out of their cars like put their hand out to catch the snow and I'm like I'm never gonna get home <laughs>
0: Gosh, I can only imagine. We did get a snow day that we covered. Yes,
1: I do remember this. Yes,
0: in like 2019. Yeah. Or 20, no, not even. It might have been 2018. Yeah, it might have been 2018 because I do remember. Henderson, they never get snow. It's right. real sat down here. Um, But I did wake up that day and my car was, you know, it had some snow on top of it. And I was like, oh, that's wild. Obviously, Summerlin was covered. We got just a little bit over here, but... Just really exciting whenever Las Vegas yes. gets snow. <sighs> but anywho, anywho, transitioning. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I want to close this off with like a fun question. Okay. So, Kristen, I know that you are a wonderful journalist. Thanks. But if you were not a journalist, something that maybe you wanted to do when you were little, or what? What would have been your um your go-to? What would have been your career?
1: Oh boy. I mean, I feel like this is like every 90s girl's dream job. I really wanted to be like a whale trainer. (laughs) And I'm telling you, this is how much I put into this, though. Like, I did swim team for years and years and years so that I could be trained enough to I could do the laps and I would practice the SeaWorld swim tests at home and like at the pool and everything. And then, um, it kind of like changed a little bit once I was in high school and I was like, you know, instead of being a trainer, I want to be like an exotic animal veterinarian. I want to work at a zoo and work with animals. And if I could work at like an aquarium, that'd be even better. So I actually did do pre-vet like my first year of college. And I worked at a zoo in Reno and, you know, worked with like tigers and I worked with monkeys and all these different animals. And I have so many fun stories about that, but and y- you know, it was
0: one or two, please. <laughs> well,
1: they they had orangutans, and one of my jobs was to distract the male orangutan so that everybody else could clean the cage, because like they, they're <laughs> like people, right? Like they like women, so I would sit and I would hold this orangutan's hand. And just, like, tell him he was a pretty boy or something. And the way that this, like, monkey would be transfixed on me, like, it worked. I I know. It's so crazy. And
0: How have I never heard this story? I don't don't know. So you basically had to sit there and seduce. Yes.
1: Okay. But because he was so big and he was very, like, possessive of all the other, like, female orangutans, they needed, like, a woman to go distract (laughs) it so that everybody else could, like, run in there and clean it and come back out. And But I remember, like, one time I was trying, you know, I was like, okay, I, I got to go, bye. And he, he had my gloves still. And I'm like, okay, really, like, I need you to let go of my hand. And oh, he, no. he was so much stronger than I was. And it actually, like, ripped the thumb off of the glove. So that, that's why they needed someone to distract him, because that's how strong these animals are.
0: I have many follow-up questions. <laughs> oh so, gosh. I mean, the first one, um, was there anyone there to, like, help you if if things went wrong yeah yeah i mean they, they were such a
1: great crew like there was definitely like plans in place and stuff like that so. okay
0: because you know like if he all of a sudden decided to like you know yankee or something like then it would have been like a so that be situation <laughs> oh wow that is definitely a crazy one which again i cannot believe that i've just never heard this in the six years that i've known you <laughs> um fun yeah kind and of, you did a work fact. for a vet for a little bit
1: yeah I worked for a veterinarian here in Las Vegas for three years and that was such a great experience um I worked there th- for the rest of my college experience um you know work with dogs and cats and I was a veterinary assistant so I just did all kinds of stuff I did blood draws I did vaccines I did like a new puppy class for people um it was it was so much fun but I think and as much as I loved that job, I think that that's actually what made me realize I didn't want to be a veterinarian. or, You know, it's it, it, it is hard. Like it is, it does weigh down on you. You know, when and it's almost animal's time to go or you can't help them, and so that that's like eventually why I shifted gears a little bit on that. But yeah, but journalism was always like my other job I always thought about doing, and wasn't. And it that's always-
0: never sad, right? Like you never hear anything <laughs> bad there. So like- I know, right? Like I'm not sure there's so <laughs> much better, but
1: um. When I was a kid, I was always watching the news. Like I was always fascinated by, you know, like, like I actually watched like the OJ Simpson murder trial as like an elementary school student, you know, like I was fascinated wow. by it. Um, I remember like the Elizabeth Smart case. I followed that obsessively. Um, all these different famous cases. I was always just tracking and watching. and I was always turning on the news like, what's that? What's what, what's next? And stuff like that. Um so when I realized I didn't want to be a veterinarian, I'm like, well, that's obviously what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into journalism because I love it so much.
0: So little Kristen was like murder. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. That is actually hilarious because I had also a very similar experience that made me want to get into journalism. And, and growing up in Mexico, there was this reporter that um, was after one of the cartels and they put a hit on her. Oh, geez. And they tried... To kill her, obviously, but she was able to escape. And instead of like going and hiding, she gave this like you know the equivalent to like an Oprah interview, like nationally televised, um, telling her story of like how she almost got killed. And I was like, that is so cool! Oh my god, I want to do that! Oh my gosh, <laughs> and it's wild because you're so little, and but it just looks like so exciting, and it is, you know, definitely. But yeah, it is definitely, as we know, very hard work, but very necessary work. So I'm very happy that you continue to do the Lord's work. Oh, thanks. For all of us who have, you know, jump ship. Um, But yeah, no, so that's, thank you so much for joining us. Can you please plug your show so people listen to it?
1: Yes, we have the show State of Nevada. It is on 88.9. That is your local NPR station. We are on from nine to 10 in the morning. And then we we run the show from seven to eight at night. And it's a really good show. And I have an amazing team that puts it together. And our host, Joe Shaneman, is just so much fun. And he really is like the voice of the
0: people. So that's wonderful. Well, thank you again so much for being here, taking the time to come all the way down here and talk to me, who, you know, is okay, I guess. Okay. And thank you so much for being my first ever guest, all oh, the way. Oh, hey. Yes. So for all of you listening, we are going to you know, give Alicia a little break every now and then. And myself, um, our CEO, Liz, and our social media specialist, Gabby, are going to be um, sharing the duties and, and hosting different episodes. So we'll see you next time. Don't forget to rate and review us on your preferred streaming service. Subscribe, follow us at Trosper PR on Instagram, and find us on Facebook at Trosper Public Relations. This is Vania. Thank you for spilling the tea with us. Catch you next time.